to the Align Podcast, episode four. We made it. We made it to number four. Barely. Barely. Barely unscathed <laughs> at the end of Mercury Retrograde. But we're happy to be here. We're happy to be back. We have a very exciting show for you guys. Uh, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We have a special guest. Wow. Okay, <laughs> so this is going to be a wild show. Um What's going to make it extra wild is the fact that Mercury retrograde is almost over. <sighs> Sigh of relief. Yeah. So so you might actually be able to listen to the podcast now because your laptop isn't like in the toilet or whatever weird glitches <laughs> happen during Mercury retrograde. So just to, just to rehash what Mercury retrograde is all about, uh, Mercury is the planet of communication. Yeah. Mercury also rules um, trips and travel. And mm-hmm. transportation. So all of that uh, since the beginning of the month of, or at the, at the end of the month of April has been horrific, right? Horrible. Yeah, You've heard about these TSA lines, right? No, but tell me about them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this TSA is coming out. They're coming out. <laughs> you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and they said... We recognize that the lines are really, really long at airports. A bunch of airports are like opting out of TSA and going to private companies. Is that private true? St- yeah, because they're like TSA is so um, understaffed and they wow. are like budgetary restrictions. They just like don't have as many people working. Is TSA working. a government? Yeah. So, but now it's becoming then, privatized. You know, there's like everyone's mom's joke is like thousands standing around. That's what the TSA stands for. I didn't. I didn't know you, that acronym. You know, that's <laughs> but the that's, one. Yeah, that's key. So what? So we're going private with uh, not with all air, security. Not all airports are, but but a lot of airports are are considering it because it's been so catastrophic with these lines, these security lines. Of course, I, I'm I'm thinking conspiracy. You know, immediately I'm going straight to Illuminati. I'm going straight to Dick Cheney. Halliburton's coming to mind. That's it. That's for me where I just went because of TSA. Well, because of now privatizing. Oh. Yeah. So. Who? Yes. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's. You if know, we I don't was, make it to I episode actually, five, you know, they got me because I went public with it. That. Yeah, it's true. We'll have to replace you as the host with someone from the security company. Maybe that could be our guest next week. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. So uh, not only is Mercury going direct, which is amazing and we'll, we'll all be able to communicate again, but Jupiter actually also went direct. It has been in retrograde. We have had five beautiful planets all fucking us up in retrograde for a while. So it's been impossible to get anything done because everywhere we turn, it's disaster. But luckily, <laughs> Jupiter, the, the planet of fortune, is now on its right course. So not only will our communication and our transportation improve, but we'll also maybe have some some good tidings. Yeah, our way. we'll feel a little bit more comfortable with everything that's happening around us. Um, we've said this a couple of times before, but we tend to get really doomsday when it comes to retrogrades. But the truth is, they're just a time to get visited by people and lessons from the past and to reflect on them and to not necessarily take a lot of action. So as more planets start to go direct, you start to realize like you, the things that you've been reflecting on are realized, you know, they were, and with more actually, we can take action. Exactly. Reflected. And now we can, we can do it. Right. You're unchained. Yes. Wow. So I'm, I'm ready to do all the things, but I still have to wait until, until 
Mercury is out of retrograde. And as we are recording this to date, it is still retrograde. Yeah. That's why I developed this lisp. <laughs> well, that was alarming. It was Mercury. Cute. I hope we see it again on the show. In September when Mercury goes back in retrograde. Okay, that's that's really good. Um, it also is very fitting because we're about to enter Gemini season, which is all about uh, duality. Double, double, it? toil and trouble. Yeah. My favorite Olsen twins movie. And Other you also like The Parent Trap, which isn't an Olsen twins movie, but it's also about it's twinsies. Twins. So, yeah. so Gemini is, uh, is the third sign of the zodiac it is an air sign and it is ruled by mercury who we've been talking about uh mr mercury mr mercury who i think in a previous show you were giving some sort of you were personifying with like him doing a cha-cha slide cha-cha slide yeah so cha-cha slide mercury rules gemini gemini is all about uh information they're all it's all about output of information they're expressors they're expressors the expressors that so, could be their like movie title name, like Meet the Expressors. <laughs> well, Kanye has said before that all great rappers are Geminis. He's not wrong. I mean, there are other great rappers who are not Gemini, but we do have Tupac, Biggie, Kendrick Lamar, Andre Three Thousand, Kanye himself. There are a there, lot, uh, a lot of good Bob Gemini. Dylan, who is not a rapper but is a lyricist. He might be moving into rap now. Who knows what he's doing? I wouldn't be surprised if he dropped an album or if he or if he did a collaboration. <laughs> if he dropped it on title. <laughs> <laughs> As a title subscriber, I would feel like I was I would be in the in the club for that. Yeah, for sure. Well, my favorite Bob Dylan episode and this is actually like quite Gemini too. Um your favorite Bob Dylan episode? Like thing that happened oh, okay. to him. Was I was like, about- when was he on as a guest? <laughs> <laughs> was, he, was he here? <laughs> um, about three or four years ago, maybe it was more now, he was arrested in New Jersey in, because he was in someone's backyard, like taking a walk, and they thought he was a homeless man. <laughs> and so they like called the cops on him and he was, lit- he was arrested. <laughs> Mercury must like- have been in retrograde. Yeah. I think this is an important PSA to talk about. Geminis have a bad reputation for being two-faced. I think that a lot of Geminis out there have probably been given negative feedback for being Gemini over the years, but this is important to recognize that Gemini is actually not two-faced. It's looking at two it's looking in two directions at the same time. So, it can come off as two-faced if one of the directions is not being prioritized at that moment which could be cheating on a boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, whatever. It could manifest in bad ways, but it could also just be the fact that they are super intellectual, interested in like millions of different things and are trying to balance all of those. Yeah. I also see that as so connected to the, to expression, right? I mean, they're very intellectual, but in a way like, there's one one direction that they're looking is always towards like output, right? Mm-hmm. It's towards like creative expression. So like they get this, they get something coming in one ear and out the other pointed the other way is like their interpretation and like creative spin on that. Right. Which is why like there's just this flow of information that comes from Gemini. They're great speakers. Oh, yeah. I think it. we need to mention. We need to mention the biggest Gemini around today. Unfortunately, we have to talk about Donald Trump. And Donald we have Trump. to talk about how Donald Trump is the quintessential Gemini. Uh, even the way that he deflects information is 
is perfectly Gemini because he's able to be asked a question and literally within three seconds make you know give an answer that has nothing to do with what he was originally asked but somehow managed to like seamlessly move from one topic to another the things that people really like about donald trump are also the things that are like categorically not true about him and people recognize that but also like don't care you know well we've also talked about how kanye is also a gemini and donald trump this whoa putting those two together but they both have used their honesty as the tool of their publicity right like quote-unquote honesty as a way to come off as authentic authentic it's unfiltered in the debates you know there's always going to be something that he says that's like unbelievable like oh ha 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 so funny you know he just says what he wants he says what's on his mind and in a way that's true I mean he is like he doesn't give a fuck what he says but it's all very calculated and it all is part of this persona of being like I'm just like a real guy. And I think Kanye has something similar too. Right. And that's the two faces. It's the, it's being able to be just like the rest of us Americans and him being able to like see the problem with big business, but then also being literally big business himself. Right. And Kanye too. Think about it. I, I do think about it. Wow. It keeps me up at night. It is blowing my mind. And I think that we should also mention. Wait, and you just talked about the Illuminati. Girl, you might not be here next week. I know. Start <laughs> interviewing. <laughs> Put out an ad on Craigslist. I'm not going to be here. Oh, my God. OK, so this is scary. So Mercury, I guess really this is a this is a big Mercury jerk off fest going on right now. But another. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. A jerk off fest. Can I get backstage passes to that? (laughs) Yeah, it's one of the festivals. (laughs) It comes after Coachella. You'll you'll find a Pisces there. Yeah, it's in uh, it's in the desert cities. Of course. So at jerk off fest, we've been talking (laughs) about Mercury and we've been talking about Mercury as it relates to Gemini, but Mercury also is the planet of Virgo and Virgo literally comes with like a label maker. Like people leave the hospital <laughs> with their Virgo babies and label makers. <laughs> That's a fact. That's true. Even though we're in Gemini season, there's obviously an association and our guest today happens to be a Virgo. We usually have our segment, uh, what the fuck is wrong with my ex? We have a real life we have a real live person who's going to talk to us <laughs> about her own experiences in this world as a Virgo, as a Virgo lover. Yeah. And please write in um, hello at align.la if you have a Virgo lover, if you had a Virgo lover, if you want to talk to this Virgo lover. Yeah. If you think that you're the uh, the right sign, if you think you're the right match for this Virgo lover. You know, also a lot of feedback that we've gotten has been about how we both are Leo's. No one um, has no one has said that. <laughs> Literally, no this in Helen's world, she's like most of the time people are writing in about us being Leos. <laughs> it's important to have the perspective, the human, live human perspective of a Virgo <laughs> here, and they have strong, sharp perspectives. Very, very pointed. Well, she's she's definitely brought her label maker, so let's bring her out, <laughs> Zoe Clark. All right, hey guys, it's me, Virgo lover in the house. Welcome, Virgo lover. Oh, thank you. Thank so you much. for joining us. Of course, of course. Never been called a lover before. Got to be honest. So, Zoe, um, how much of being a Virgo was a part of your life growing up? How much were you? How many labels were you making? Mm-hmm. Uh, what what things were you labeling? How much did you identify as a Virgo? Well, I have to be honest. I have never owned a label maker. There must have been a problem when they were sending me home from the hospital or something. Um, 
But, you know, I've always been pretty organized. I like to keep things tidy. Way more now than growing up, though. Growing up, I would kind of would, like, have a messy room to make my mom upset. But now I'm like, got to keep it tight. That's a real rebellion. Yeah, I was a, a very real I was a naughty girl. <laughs> wow. And what, what sign is your mom? March 31st is the date. She's an Aries. And even when I go home now, I, like, throw shit everywhere. Just to prove a point, you know? Super, super badass. Yeah, I could, I could still be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so so we brought you on the show today uh, to, to, first of all, meet a real Virgo. Here she You're is. You're our first. You're our first Virgo. Yep, just like Bernie Sanders. Here I am. If any any point you want to like switch to Bernie Sanders so we could say that we have Bernie Sanders on the show. Well, actually, funny <laughs> that you should say that because at my Seder, at my family's Seder, oh my that God, did happen. Amazing. My uncle in the middle of the Seder just became Bernie Sanders. And honestly, it was the best Passover I've ever had. Do you mean he became Bernie Sanders like as like he had a bit or he became Bernie Sanders like suddenly <laughs> like the sky <laughs> like like God came in, like like Elijah opened. came yeah. in, except it was Bernie. Yeah, he was like reading the Haggadah as Bernie Sanders. Right. Like, exactly. And then Moses said, let my people go. That's exactly like, what happened. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was convincing. Yeah. OK, so Zoe, as a Virgo. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about your love life. Who have All you right. dated? Who did you like to date? What's up? Sure, I'm an open book. Not really, but um, my most like prolific daters, I would say of of the past. Well, right now I'm with an Aries. Nice shout out to Aries men. Just like your mom, an Aries. Yeah, just like my mom, the Aries man, <laughs> and um. But I think uh, the worst person I've ever dated was Leo, actually, if you can believe it. We do not. No, <laughs> you, no you, you, you bet I can. I can, I can believe that a Leo uh, has caused you strife. Yeah, Leo has caused me strife. And multiple Geminis as well, I will say. That I, makes sense. I do have a soft spot for them. I've learned. So what's, what's something, what was the experience like... Let's start with the Geminis because we just talked about all these Geminis. Sure. What was it like, like getting, you know, the beginning, the middle, the end? I'll just run through the whole thing. How's that? (laughs) So, um, well, I met him online, like through comedy groups and he's a comedian. And our first date, he just came over and we hung out and we ate and it was really great. And, you know, conversation was flowing Uh, but not alcohol because he's straight edge and everything was just like going really well I really liked him I was like this guy's good he did sort of throw in the I just got out of a long relationship thing which like I hate that as an excuse I think it's bullshit yeah um so that was our first date and I was like this could maybe go somewhere but like obviously that never happened so then our second date was really good we ended up making out but before we made it out he like stopped me and was like I just really don't want to hurt you. Mm. And I was like, you don't want to hurt me? Like, you haven't even touched me yet. You haven't even said you're interested. So then I got more interested when he said that because I was like, please just hurt me. You know? That's hot. I mean, like, what does that (laughs) even mean for him to like, he meant emotionally hurt you. He meant emotionally, yeah. But like, I had no idea what he meant. 
you never think you're going to catch feelings, yeah. you know? You, I always want to believe, like, I'm going to get through this without ever liking this person because I'm a bad bitch. That's kind of Virgo-y to be like, you can categorize these feelings. Here's the situation. I know going into situations as a Leo that I'm like, mm, I have five seconds till the feelings get get all up in here, you know? So to be like, I can separate myself and like see all the facts and you know, here he said he's not going to hurt me, so I won't catch feels. And then setting yourself up for that kind of uh, relationship. And and let's also remember that we're talking about a uh, a Gemini and Virgo. So these are the outputs and the inputs. <laughs> What's up, Zoe? The outputs and the hey, in- girl. Yeah, <laughs> the outputs and the inputs of information. So he's outwardly telling you, "I don't want to hurt you," and you're inwardly being like how are you going to hurt me? You need to give me more information for me to understand why you would hurt me. I asked that. I was like, why, what? And he was like, oh, you know, da, da, da. And then I just kissed him because I like didn't want to talk about it. And like, just fucking kiss me. Don't like tell me you're going to hurt me and then not kiss me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so rude. It's rude. <laughs> rude, rude. It's rude. So I was like, whatever, he's going to hurt me. He just got out of a relationship. Digging it. You know, this is great. So we keep ideal man, ideal man. He's perfect. He's unavailable (laughs) and he knows it. And he's and he's in comedy. So that's like double whammy, right? Unavailable and a comedian. Yeah, That sounds like a winner. Yeah. So um, we hooked up a few more times. Of course, I caught feelings. Duh. But actually, after we slept together, he just like dropped off the planet for like two weeks. Not one word. Did you message him or were you giving were you like waiting for him to contact you? I was I was waiting for him to contact me. And then eventually I was like, hey, you know, like that bitchy. Hey, hey, with meaning. It's not a bitchy. Hey, that's a very reasonable. Hey, you slept with him. He should be able to fucking contact. He didn't pick up on the bitchy. Hey, when I brought it up with him, he was like, I didn't realize I did anything wrong. I didn't know like you had any feelings like I told you I didn't want you know I told you I didn't want to hurt you I said that I said that that exactly though he was just saying things and then not reflecting on it at all that's cold I mean if I got a text that was just hey with a period I I would know I fucked up yeah after like two after you haven't seen this person for two weeks and last time you saw them you were schlonging around with them schlonging around yeah Jerk off fest, jerk off fest. Two thousand. You know? What year was this? Fourteen. To that jerk off fest, two thousand fourteen. You can't just attend jerk off fest together and then not talk to them again. Well, Zoe, that's jerk off fest. Oh God. Okay, so so that was a that's a Gemini. That's uh, a Gemini. So as we say on a line, uh, fuck your ex, but not fuck a, your Gemini ex. Fuck him. So, but then so we, liberated. but then you also told us about uh, a Leo X. Yeah, the Leo is the big whopper. Okay, no so, offense, guys. Well, no, we are actually flattered um, to be a big whopper. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we love the big BK. Um, so, tell us about the Leo. What was that? What was that experience? How was that different from the Gemini? Okay, well, the Leo that the Gemini was like an isolated three week incident. It was like Bing Bong Boom done. See ya, boy bye. The Leo was like a drawn out multi-year experience where it was was like friendship and then like a will they won't they. You know, we would hook up and then it was like, when is this? And it was like, obviously we were friends and there were other feelings involved other than just like we can fuck or at least from my end. And then 
how I would say it is like we kept hooking up. I kind of gave him an ultimatum at one point where it's like either we date or we never hook up again and we stay friends. We dated, but he kind of was like, I mean, there's no one else out here right now. So I like there's no one else for me to date. So, yeah, I guess we can date. That was his like whole that was his thing. Or at least that's like what he would say now, you know, in like a weird a weird excuse. I think he would also probably say, like, I pressured him into it by giving him the ultimatum. But, like, when I think of an ultimatum, I'm like, no, you have a choice. Either you do or you don't. And he said we do. Well, this ultimatum also seems like a pretty generous ultimatum. You said we date or we don't and we're still friends but without benefits. Like, you it's still not are that offering hard. him a really nice ultimatum. So nice. So we dated. And then at one point he called me. Or I hadn't heard from him for like two days and we were like dating at this point in quotes, I guess. Or I thought we were dating. And I get a call from him and he's like outside of a chicken restaurant. Oh my God. (laughs) And he's like, hey, I just ordered some chicken. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, but I have some news. And I say, good news or bad news? And he said, bad for you. Bad for you. Yeah. Okay, go on. And then he said... I hooked up with this girl who I knew he had feelings for before we were dating because we were friends. And I was like, okay. Um, like, what? I mean, and I was like hyperventilating. I was like, okay, what does this mean? Hello, what do you want to do? And he was like, oh, my chicken just got here. Can I call you uh, after dinner? Oh, my fucking God. And I was like, yeah, I guess. Dude, we, okay, we are making shirts that say, my chicken just got here. <laughs> my chicken, my just, chicken got here. just got here. If yeah. you're a listener to the Align podcast and you want a my chicken just got here shirt, and then on the back it says, fuck your ex, write in. Hello at Align.LA. <laughs> <laughs> write into a hel- hello at Align.LA and um, get your fucking chicken. Okay, so so then it was over. We're not friends anymore. We don't talk. I'm over that fucking chicken. Okay, so let's. This is a very sad story. This is there's so much in this story though. I feel like that was the first time I told it that quickly. Mm. You know, like I really cut it down to its main points. It felt good. Gotta say. Okay, so let's. I think we should talk about this guy being a Leo because this is obviously a very different experience from the from the Gemini who was very he was an in and out guy he, and now we're dealing with a whopper apparently so yeah so we had an in and out gemini and and we and the whopper leo uh they uh they attach love and ego so love and ego go hand in hand for a leo man there's so much testosterone already because they're they're lions uh and they they go where the love is a plenty so mm. For him, as this Leo guy, it sounds like he was literally following his his Leo dick, right? Like he was going yeah. where where he thought that he was going to get the most attention. Yeah, absolutely. The lion dick. Virgos, the sweet, sweet virgin. You know, uh, <laughs> you guys are also pedestal makers. You make pedestals. And it seems like in this situation over a year of friendship or however long friendship there was a pedestal being built and for a leo the king of the jungle they love that pedestal yeah i mean really got he probably like had the what did you call it the jerk off party it's jerk off fest 2014 (laughs) yeah i mean there was a different jerk off fest happening at this pedestal yeah and that's exactly what he so when he said oh there's nothing else around 
or when the ultimatum happened, it actually was like because because Leo's feed off of love too. I mean, they love to be loved. When I gave him the ultimatum, the first thing he said was way to take the power. What? Okay, I hope that you have put that in. I, I hope that next time you truncate the story, you I keep, add that. You add that okay. back in because okay. that. Yeah, unbelievable. Way to take the power. Yeah. Let's just like think about that for a second. So he already within this relationship, he had identified a power structure. Oh, there was it was for it was like tangible. In this circumstance, we also see where like you where ego can actually override loyalty. Right. And like where love and like feeding off of love and attention and like that vanity of Leo actually like can be really hurtful too. Is there like do Leos have a thing with like friendship turning into romance or is that not like sign specific? I, I felt like the friendship manipulated me into that in a weird way, you know? Well, Leo is the sign of creativity. It's the sign of true love. So I think that when Leos get close to people, their love and relationships and like friendships can be conflated sometimes. I mean, that's my take, I think. Uh, well, we have these stickers. I'm looking at one right now that's on my computer, which is the, the sort of the Leo mantra, which is love me or I die. And I know for me as a Leo, I've definitely like, done a bait and switch with guys before where I establish a friendship and then I'm like so certain there are vibes and then when I try to move it into that direction and if it's not reciprocated I'm like well then fuck you all or nothing uh which is because I'm a woman right I'm a girl like I'm not like your shitty Leo X trying to do that who sounds like he kind of did the same thing except to hurt somebody in reverse yeah and also Leo is a super social, charming sign, right? Like it's the center of attention. And so when you feel like you're the center of their world as their friend, even like that's a, intoxicating. Like there is a sense, of course there are vibes there. You're, you know, you, the Virgo, you know, <laughs> who, you know, you, you also don't give a lot away. And for a Leo, they love that challenge. Is there something with that? Like love me or I die or whatever. That's like the, thought that there's like something better out there or like clearly like he was like sure I'll be with her but also like look for the a better thing or something that I get more out of yeah because it's all ego right like they're going to go where I I mean it sounds like I mean this guy's genuinely an asshole but beyond him being (laughs) an asshole it also seems like he's there's a social climbing aspect to it as well the other thing too is that Leo's love so easily they fall in love so easily. They can offer love so easily. So if a Leo man is presenting love, it doesn't necessarily mean it's as authentic as it would for a Virgo to be presenting love and like strong feelings. He could have died. It would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I hope that uh, they the Illuminati gets him instead of me. I hope they. I hope they s- switch up the Leos. Um, but now you are. You are dating again. You have I'm not dating. been broken. No. You, are, you are a new I'm woman. You, you are a strong woman. I'm a strong woman. You are a phoenix. Thank you. Very pretty. Oh, well. Very pretty girl. Um, <laughs> you guys are very pretty too. Three pretty girls here. Boys. <laughs> what can go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Three pretty girls. All of this whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you asked me to brought, bring it. I don't know why. Well, but now I know why. We'll get to it. That's that's the last part of the segment. <laughs> that's the final segment. Yeah. So tell us about uh, this this new this Aries boyfriend that you have, uh, who's also a fire sign. Leo is a fire sign. So are you have? I'm I'm assuming you're having a different experience with this guy because he is your boyfriend. Yeah, we're still together. Fabulous. I I have no. I never think he's gonna like cheat on me. Um, the thing that I have noticed and is like he is also extremely closed off and it's like a weird like I've met my match in a way and even like I give I give more information to him to get him to try to like open up to me which is like something very uncomfortable for me but it's like I have to do it because he won't it's just not in his nature to open up like at all you know so that's been my main challenge with him is that he's very guarded. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because Aries is, it's an outgoing sign, you know, an outgoing sign. It's a fire sign. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of like leadership qualities. But I guess the inner life of Aries can be pretty private because they are these go-getters. Yeah, I mean, and he's all, he is like very social, life of the party, outgoing, very bubbly, like far more bubbly than I am, which... It's fine. I, Impossible. Please. <laughs> I'm like in the corner, like drinking a beer and he's like, you know, schmoozing with everybody. But still, it's like getting to that next level is difficult and has been. So when you say then opening up, so it's not it's not socially uh, he, and you like conversation flows easily between you guys. You're talking about like emotional depth right up. right like trying to like understand his psyche and his past and his upbringing and like why he you know basically like his emotional state you know it's it's interesting to talk about Aries the first sign uh the baby of the zodiac as we say uh Aww. it's so cute it's so cute and the fact that they are these just little fireballs um but Aries is definitely not uh, an emotional sign so it's surface fire but there isn't necessarily the fire going on on the inside as well. There's a lot of fire on the outside, but because it's a baby sign, it's still trying to figure out like, why am I so fiery? Like, why am I so (laughs) out there and social? Like it doesn't have necessarily like the maturity to, to back up that energy level. Right. And on at that same, in the same way, it doesn't necessarily have the experience or the, um, depth of self-reflection that other later signs have to be able to process all of what's happening on the inside you know like he's probably confused by his own processing of information and of and of emotions which like for you as a Virgo like you're really used to cataloging your emotions that's like a that's familiar to you not everybody is going to be able to especially as we talk astrologically about these different signs uh not every sign has the capacity of getting that deep and that's sweet yeah it's fine i mean he's a he's a really happy and he's a really happy confident so why are you trying to fuck with it (laughs) i'm just kidding zoe because uh, (laughs) no i just i i mean because it's interesting to me honestly well it's interesting to us too i like that deep shit we love you. You're even more vulnerable when I just dump this bucket of water on your white t-shirt. Oh, baby. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, thanks for saying so much. I'm so I know. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank She's you, went too. I'm Helen. And I'm Aliza. And we're here with our guest, Zoe Clark. So. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. We'll see you on... Well, Helen will see you. I guess it's still TBD for me, but episode five. 